Hello and welcome to Wisdom Trek. This is Guthrie Chamberlain and I'm your guide to wisdom and creating a living legacy. Thank you for joining us for our seven day week, seven minutes of wisdom podcast. This is day 196 of our trek and yesterday we finished our hike to the summit on Rationalized Mountain as we learned to make better and more logical decisions for ourselves and to assist others in making better decisions. Today and for this next week, we will remain in camp digging for nuggets of wisdom as we continue our exploration into the book of Proverbs, starting with chapter 6. If you missed any of the days of our Wisdom Trek episodes, please go to wisdom-trek.com and listen to them and read the Daily Journal. We are recording our podcast from our studios at home, too, in Charlotte, North Carolina. Friday evening, Paula and I had the privilege of watching the live performance of Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol. It was put on by the Intune School of Arts. The acting and singing were excellent. They also had a short gospel message at the end, which tied in well with the storyline of the play. But let's start in for today, and throughout this next week, we will remain in camp and dig through Proverbs chapter 6 for nuggets of wisdom. As if we were digging for real gold, the lessons learned may be difficult, and we will soon find ourselves that we all have dirty hands and mud caked under our fingernails. We will also learn, though, how we can wash this dirt away and be completely clean. Proverbs chapter 6 is referred to as Lessons for Daily Life. Today we will dig through verses 1 through 5, but let's start out with the first two verses. My child, if you have put up security for a friend's debt or agreed to guarantee the debt of a stranger, if you have trapped yourself by your agreement and are caught by what you said. And let's stop there as we look at this poem. Solomon compares our unwise decisions to a hunter's trap. When a hunter works, he may build traps. He hides these traps so that the animals will not see them. He hopes that the animals fall in or are caught by the traps so they can have some food to eat. In our lives, our unwise decisions can be like these traps. Perhaps we want to do the right thing. Perhaps our plans are good, but our best plans can fail if they're made with unwise decisions. Then, like these traps, these plans can destroy us. Now, this passage specifically refers to co-signing the debt for another person. In verse 1, Solomon's son had good intentions. He wanted to help his friend because his friend did not have good enough credit to borrow money on his own. The son trusted his friend. The son tried to do the right thing, but in the end, the friend was unable to pay. In this agreement, Solomon's son had promised to pay if his friend could not. Now the lender expects Solomon's son to pay, so the son's plan failed, and now he's in danger of losing his own wealth. Sometimes we place ourselves in danger. Our own choices can become like traps, even when they seem so harmless at first. In today's society, so many people suffer from all sorts of addictions. Now this could be alcohol, dangerous drugs, pornography, sex outside of marriage, or even addictions to food. At first, you just want to enjoy yourselves. Even if you realize maybe some of your decisions are outside of God's precepts. But once addicted to either a substance or behavior, when you try to stop, it's almost impossible to do so. At this point, you must turn back to God and ask Him for help. Now we realize that God is greater than all of our addictions and He can free us from those addictions. But we may still suffer some physical, emotional, or spiritual consequences from the decisions that we made. So you must ask God to free you from these traps that you might find yourself in. But keep in mind, he may have to work through the assistance of doctors, counselors, or other friends. We all do wrong things against God's. This behavior is like a trap. But these are traps that we cannot free ourselves any more than an animal can free themselves from a trap. Paul wrote about this in Romans chapter 7, verse 21 through 24. I have discovered this principle in life, that when I want to do what is right, I inevitably do what is wrong. I love God's law with all my heart. But there is another power within me that is at war with my mind. This power makes me a slave to the sin that is still within me. Oh, what a miserable person I am. Who will free me from this life that is dominated by sin and death? But there is an answer to this problem. God can free us. 
If we ask God, then he will forgive us, and he will help us to control our behaviors. He will teach discipline to us. Paul continues on in verse 25. Thank God the answer is in Jesus Christ our Lord. So you see how it is. In my mind, I really want to obey God's law, but because of my sinful nature, I am a slave to sin. Now that we know that Jesus Christ is the answer, Paul continues to explain how he will free us from these traps and addictions in Romans chapter 8, verses 1 and 2. So now there is no condemnation for those who belong in Christ Jesus. And because you belong to him, the power of the life-giving spirit has freed you from the power of sin that leads to death. This is certainly comforting and something that we need to rest in. But let's move on to verse 3 as Solomon continues to teach his son about possible solutions for co-signing his friend's debt. And he says, Follow my advice and save yourself, for you have placed yourself at your friend's mercy. Now swallow your pride. Go and beg to have your name erased. The lesson we learn here first is we must be humble. The Bible warns us not to be proud. Jesus said in Matthew 18:3, I will tell you the truth. Unless you turn from your sins and become like a little child, you will never see the kingdom of heaven. And also in James 4:10, Humble yourself before the Lord, and he will lift you up in honor. If Solomon's son was too proud to acknowledge his mistakes, then he would not escape from this trap. He would be like an animal in a trap that could not free himself. But we see that he must ask for his freedom. He must ask for help. And we have all done wrong things against God. And when we do, we must be humble. We must ask God to forgive us because only God can free us from this trap of sin. But let's move on to verse 4 now. Don't put it off. Do it now. Don't rest until you do. If we truly desire to be free from the sins that we've committed, if we do want the freedom, then we must not hesitate, procrastinate, or be lazy. We must not delay until tomorrow, because if we delay, then we might never take action, because we never know that we will have tomorrow. God wants us to trust him now. We don't want to be like King Agrippa. Paul spoke to the king about Jesus, which is recorded in Acts chapter 26, verse 28. Agrippa interrupted him. Do you think you can persuade me to become a Christian so quickly? We see that Agrippa was not ready to trust God. Perhaps he never became ready to trust God. He may have put it off until it was too late. And earlier in the book of Acts, Paul wrote to a ruler called Felix in chapter 24, verse 25. As he reasoned with him about righteousness and self-control and the coming day of judgment, Felix became frightened. Go away for now, he replied. When it is more convenient, I will call you again. Felix never trusted God. He waited, and although that he spoke with Paul several more times, Felix never found the convenient time to trust in God that we know of. So let's move on to our final verse for today, verse number 5. Save yourself like a gazelle escaping from a hunter, like a bird fleeing from a net. When we see the need to be freed from the actions that do not please God, we should act quickly like the animal that runs to escape the hunter. And in these five verses that we looked at today, these wisdom nuggets that we discovered, they showed us how easy it is to get trapped by behavior and habits that go against God's precepts that are found in His Word. We must be vigilant to stay away from these traps of life, but if we do find ourselves in a trap, then we need to seek God to free us. As we consider these wisdom nuggets, please share Wisdom Trek with your family and friends and encourage them to join us and then come along yourself tomorrow for another day of Wisdom Trek, Creating a Legacy. And we will continue to dig for these nuggets of wisdom from Proverbs chapter 6, verses 6 through 11. That will finish our podcast for today. Remember to listen to your daily dose of wisdom each day. And please share Wisdom Trek with your family and friends through email, Facebook, Twitter, or in person and invite them to come along with us each day. The journal for today's trek can be found at wisdom-trek.com. Thank you for allowing me to be your guide, your mentor, but most importantly, your friend, as I serve you through the Wisdom Trek podcast and journal each day. 
As we take this trick together, let us always live abundantly, love unconditionally, listen intentionally, learn continuously, lend to others generously, lead with integrity, and leave a living legacy each day. This is Guthrie Chamberlain reminding you to keep moving forward, enjoy your journey, and then create a great day every day. See you tomorrow.